Welcome to Astrology Bites. This is your host, Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of Astrology for Real Life, a no BS guide for the astro curious. And I'm your host for this podcast series. If you're curious about astrology, you are definitely in the right place. This is episode 106 of Astrology Bites, the podcast where I dish out short, entertaining, bite sized lessons on astrology. My goal is to make astrology feel simple, clear, fun, and totally applicable to your everyday life. All right, let's get into today's episode. Today, we're talking about the 12th house as your superpower. And my very special guest is Eliza Rose. Welcome, Eliza. Welcome, or thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for welcoming me into your space. Well, I'm very intrigued with this topic. Um, for people who are not familiar with you, which people you need to get familiar with, uh, you, need get, <laughs> you need to get to familiar with uh, Eliza. And I, I first met you on, I think, Instagram. Yeah. You're here as Business Mystic, correct? Yes, yes yeah. that's correct. So you guide a lot of entrepreneurs, and I'm into business astrology too, but you guide them into really making great choices with the businesses, correct? Yes, that is correct, because they they need it. They so need it. And, you know, you made a comment, because I follow you too. You know, I, I do. I don't believe, you know, I feel, I feel, let me just say this out there, because some people might be like, how could you be on each other's stuff if you do something similar? I don't see our stuff as like countries, like once you're born in the space, that's it. You can never go somewhere else. I right. see our, our services like a grocery store. Like sometimes you're going to go get Cocoa Puffs. Sometimes you're all, and you're getting pretty pebbles. Like it's fine. It's so yeah. okay. Um, so yes, like, so a lot of, a lot of business owners are very intrigued by the idea of astrology, the things that we do, but they don't know how to like practically apply it. They're like, what does that mean? What does that mean with my chart? Uh, what does this mean when it's Mercury retrograde? How does it affect me? Like I hear scary stories. And so I feel like what I do and you do as well is really demystify it and be like, you guys, it really is not that scary. <laughs> yeah. And I'm a firm believer that when you're working with the cosmos in any area of your life, whether we're talking about your personal life or professional life, it really does help you to live your best life or at the very least to deal with some things that are happening that feel so outside of your control. It gives you like a roadmap. Yeah, I totally 100% agree with that. I feel like they're they're really good signs and omens. If like, if anything, if you're not, if you don't do anything else, that's wooly. Astrology is a really great place for you to like look into to be like, uh, what should I be paying attention to? You know, really see the themes yeah. and the patterns. Well, one of the things, I mean, we're talking about the 12th house. One of the things that um, sometimes people will look at certain parts of an astrology chart and they really have like some negative connotations about it. now the 12th house is one of those. And when you approach this topic with me, I'm like, yes, let's talk about the 12th house. So first of all, let's explain what is the 12th house in, what did you, what is it usually about? What does it cover in astrology for people who are new? Yes. Okay. So we're going to, we're keeping it real here because it's, you know, how Miss Teresa is. So the 12th house has a horrible connotation to it. We like to, modern astrologers like to say there's no such thing as bad houses. No, not if you're the 12th house. It's just, it's just known as the runt. It literally is the last sign, it's, or last sign, it's the last house. It's the, the, you know, it's just the bottom of the barrel and no one really gives it love. It's considered a monster house. Uh, historically, it's been known as the house of your undoing. <laughs> Very dramatic, um, you know, and it needs a modern makeover. It needs love because if the sixth house, which was known for slavery and the disease you are most likely to get, can now be known as your house of work and good hygiene. I think the 12th house could, you know, get some love. 
I totally agree with that. And yes, a lot of people don't realize that the sixth house uh, back in older astrology, it was slavery. I mean, it was a house where um, it's about, yes, your diseases and all these horrible things. And, I, you know, every once in a while, I encounter an astrologer who wants to give me some negative information about them. Like, no, 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 no. Don't, don't be doing this. This is not the time we're living in, hopefully. Yes. And the 12th house, um, yeah, it always like, Always. People see planets in the 12th house like, oh, you know, all this horrible thing. Yes. And um, it's not negative. So no. if we had to like give it a positive makeover, what would you, how it, might we look at this with more modern and positive eyes? See it as your house of your superpowers. This is your secret cachet of weapons. If you want to be, you know, aggressive and fun, uh, this is your secret place. This is your bat cave. This is your secret layer where you're going to find things. It's not, it may look scary on the outside, like a monster house, but when you go in, it's really the Adams family house. Okay. Like I, I know your people will love that because that's what it is. You're like, Ooh, it's scary. You go in, they're like, there's this love, there's a lot of understanding, there's a lot of, there are things that are quirky, but actually really do help you in the long run, or in short term too, depending. Um, and, you know, the biggest thing of why I kind of started to like, I'm on this crusade <laughs> to redo <laughs> the 12th house is because I saw that there is a rise, especially in the online space of money mindset, right? Like we can't turn anywhere without someone talking about a limiting belief, a money mindset, and the 12th house rules your subconscious. And where are we working on when we're talking about our money, our capacity to be successful in your subconscious? So, yes. you know, the 12th house is the place where you really need to be looking at that. And, you know, if you really want to, you know, be the millionaire of your dreams, that's where you need to go. You know, and you know, it's so interesting too. I, I love this thought about, you know, the money mindset and, and all of that, uh, you know, for entrepreneurs and just in general, I think, you know, oftentimes we really want to ignore those shadow things. We don't want to go poking around in those spots. We're afraid of what we're going to uncover. But I have found when I, number one, first of all, poke around in my 12th house or do any kind of really deep introspection, which is a very 12th house thing. That's where I am able to uncover layer after layer of things that really trip me up and have gotten in my own way in the past. And I think that's super important. It's kind of like the 12 houses are shadow work. Yes, absolutely. You know, and if you do signs equal houses, it's Pisces ruled by Pisces. So, yeah. you know, you're getting both the sinner and the saint there, but ultimately the goal is you like transcend, you know, you're, you're going, you're, you're getting, you're tapping in the knowledge of the wisdom of the world and the universe. I mean, again, the very dramatic, <laughs> Uh, I'm like, who wrote this stuff? But you know, um, and the thing is too, the 12th house, you know, another modern interpretation to look at it is, you know, if, if it's historically known as the house of your undoing, a modern way to look at it is where are you hard on yourself? It's the house that reveals where you're hard on yourself, where maybe you hide things from yourself that others can clearly see good or bad. And we you know, like you said, when you, when you work with your 12th house and you look what's in there, you're going to be like, Oh, okay, once I work through this, once I understand it, once I heal it and bring some sunshine to this, I can get, a, I can get over it. And now I really have, I'm in a better shot to get what I really want. You're lined up right with that first house. You know, you're really lined up with all the glorious rock star houses, like your 10th and all that, you know, but you got to go through the 12. You got to yes. go through it first. It's, it's like a cocoon. It's like a cocoon where it's like, if you go in there and it feels dark and tight, but once you've done the work, you, you come out and you get to spread your wings to become that beautiful butterfly. Exactly. Exactly. And so, um, you know, 
So what's your 12th house? May I ask you that? I have Libra on my 12th house in the Placidus system. Okay, I use Placidus as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and my 12th house is empty. Ooh, and so for people who are listening, when, when we're talking about empty house, it means there's no planets hanging around yeah. in there. Yeah. You know, just um, in case you don't know what we're talking about. So <laughs> that's what it's all. That's my 12th house. So you got a 12th house, uh, Libra cup. You know, there's a lot of different, I always get my words mixed up. I have a lot of air and they just go fast. That, so. Oh yeah, me too. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, with that Libra 12, you know, your, your biggest thing was always harmonious relationships. Yep. And yes. And so once you were like, okay, I'm going to, then you were just lined up. Um, right up. What's your, what's your mass? What's your rising is? Is it also Libra? Yeah, it's also Libra. It's also Libra. So then you were like, now I can access all this awesomeness and I can have great relationships with people. I can revel in it. I can love on them. I could be generous with my people once you got over it. Um, for me, I'm a Virgo rising, but my 12th house is in Leo. And I hate talking about what I, I hate it. I hate, I feel uncomfortable in the spotlight, but I'm like, I got to promote my stuff. So yes. once you over it, you're like, oh, this wasn't scary at all. <laughs> you know, that makes absolutely total sense. When I think about it, especially from a business perspective, mm-hmm. because I know growing up, I grew up in a very oppressive household. And this was back in the day when little girls were told to be nice and you're not supposed to show your anger. Mm-hmm. So one of the things I always struggled with were boundaries. Yeah. And that's been something that's been ongoing work. But the more I've learned to set the boundaries and to really understand why I had trouble with those boundaries, the better I've gotten at my business. Yes. You know, it just really helps you. The 12th house really helps answer the question of, you know, why are you hiding? You know, again, from a, from a business, I mean, you know, from a business perspective, it's like, why are you hiding? Where are you, where are you running away from the visibility or where are you like, you know, and you have to think about it. You know, if you have the power to make yourself so small, you clearly have the power to do the opposite and really shine. Yes. You know, and that's where that 12th house comes in. They're like, okay, you're, you're, you know, it takes a lot of energy to be this small. So what if you just stop trying to do that? What do you think could happen to you? You know? Yes. So that's so, how I feel about it. So let me ask you this then. What if somebody has a planet in there? I mean, what, yeah. what do they need to know if they have, let's say your son is sitting in the 12th house. Oh Lord. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. How much time do we have? <laughs> Well, when you've got a planet or a stellum, which is like a basically a planet party in there, <laughs> you know, it, it just means that your work is so much more connected to that. So your sense of self, you know, your, your sense of your, the blueprint of your home is in It's just a hundred percent tied to how that's expressed, you know? So your sun sign is kind of like, you know, you're, well, okay, we're just doing planets. Okay. See, 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 did you see how I started a real go out into the universe again? <laughs> so I did it together. So, you know, it's filtered through that. I mean, once a planet is in there, especially the sun, that's pretty significant. So the filtering is, how are you expressing yourself? How are you are in your na- your native default state? Like, are you always going to the cosmos? It doesn't matter what your sign is. It's You're just intrinsically, your shadow work is, dep- is really just going to come through your day-to-day. Like, who you are when no one, well, obviously when no one else is there, but just your default setting. Like, what is, what's ticking back there, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I, I really feel that way. I, I feel it just looking at all my clients' charts, especially people who have like a couple planets in there, mm-hmm. it's like, uh, hey, Jupiter's chilling here. So the more you share your shadow work process, the better off you're going to be in the business sense. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Well, so, you know, yeah. Donald Trump has, uh, as an example, he's got Pluto and Mars in Leo, both sitting in his 12th house. What advice would you give him for business and for really running his show? Okay, so you said it was uh, it was Pluto? it was Mars 
and Pluto in Leo. Oh, okay. Okay. Mars, Pluto. Okay. A lot of aggressive energy. Okay. Hold on. Do, I'm, I'm, t- I'm ticking for tacking right now. Oh, I'm on the spot. <laughs> in Leo, got to be the big show person. Okay. I would tell him, look, fine. You want to be the showman, but you know what? Tall, tall people cast really long shadows and you need to be careful. You know, yes. it's fine if you want to be transformative. It's fine if you want to lead that revolution. It's fine if you want to be the person who said, I led you through from the desert. Great. But look what you're leaving behind. What are you casting behind you? Because people can still see that. That's the advice I would give Home Slice. <laughs> yeah. And that, that would really help him then. Uh, because, you know, Pluto and Mars, you know, are about aggression and they are about power. And Leo's about the ego. Yeah. And so I think your advice would really be something that could help him step up and be the kind of leader that maybe he really wants to be. I always think like Leo energy, they want to be loved. They want to be beloved. And the whole heart of all that ego stuff, it's like, listen, you probably want a lot of love and there's a way to do it. You don't have to be mean. You don't have to be mean. You don't have to coerce people. You don't have to threaten to throw them in the dungeon. (laughs) You don't have to roar and shake your tail around. You just have to be benevolent, which is a really good sign of the Leo thing. It is very good. And then, you know, just, just that, that's what I would tell, that's what I would tell Mr. Trump or Mr. President. I would definitely be like, you know, it's fine. You want to do all this transformation and you're trying to use your, the, the magnetism and all the spotlight to make this transformation occur. But remember about the shadows that are behind you. There's still someone behind there. So if you want to be loved by everybody, you know, be mindful of that, you know, plus, yes. you know, and don't, don't think that the bodies you stepped over are just gone. <laughs> They're still there. Yes, yes, absolutely. So, you know, one of the other things that the 12th house has been associated with, and I've had a couple people freak out and they say, oh my God, it's the house of prison and institutions. And people really get scared about that and assume that it means that they're going to become homeless or imprisoned or institutionalized. I've had that happen many, many times. What do you say about that? Well, I well, I go back to my sixth house thing, like where that used to rule, like if you were going to be a slave or if your parents were slaves, we clearly do not go with that paradigm anymore. So I would definitely let someone know that if they're worried about them being institutionalized or prison, it's it, it comes down to this. It doesn't always literally mean you're going to be institutionalized. It's bringing up to the focus of what are you binding yourself with? What are you thinking you're chained to? Like, what are you thinking is your, you're, you're making, you can have heaven or hell to the turn, but you, you have it within these two hands. What are you going to pick? Like you have yeah. choice, you know, it's kind of like the eight of swords and tarot. Oh, that's, that's what you're really, making me think of. Yeah. That's a really good one. Because um, the eight of swords, you know, is often what I save in that card. It's an inside job. It's an inside job. are free. You feel like you're restricted, but you're not. And the 12th house is really, maybe if we had to look at it from a tarot lens, the eight of swords. If I would say eight of swords, or if you want to go major Conrad, possibly the devil. Like, do you really, like, do, I mean, if you want to go bit, like, if you want to hit that one. Yeah. Like, what are, you have the choice. Like, what are you going to choose? Like, he's saying, yeah. all right, it's here. Are you going to go towards the forbidden fruit? Or are you going to walk away? <laughs> yes. And you know, the interesting thing with the devil card, I mean, we're going off on a tarot tangent. <laughs> he's holding up a little flame in his hand. I mean... There is, there is something there that can see the light. There's a light yes. if you choose to look for it. Yes. You know, um, what do you always say? Like the stars compel? No, I think I'm getting, what, what's your little oh, tag? With the tarot cards, the cards yes. tell a story, but you write the ending. Yes, that's, that is it. Like fate is help us against free will. Like it yes. really, truly, the more you're in this business, the more you're like, 
you see it over and over and over and over again. And so that's the thing too, is like, you know, you're not going to go to the crazy house or institution or prison, but what prison are you making of your own? You know, where, where are you doing this? So, so what would you say to people now? Let's say they, they're looking to become empowered for maybe their business with their 12th house. What advice would you give them? Well, I would say if you, if you're basic and you really, you know, you, you, you're not familiar with all of this, I would say very simple shortcut is look at this, look at, um, find out what your, what is in your 12th house, like what sign is on the cusp ruling your 12th house. That's number one. And if that gets too intense, let's just say it's Libra. Look at the sign Libra. What are the characteristics? What are the pros and cons of it? What are its, you know, best traits and not so best traits? And then you can kind of get an idea of what this house is representing. What are the things you need to overcome specifically that, you know, you're maybe hiding from yourself. Um, that's a place I would do. The other thing is, of course, Google search would be really easy. <laughs> 12, yes. Libra 12 house, like, you know, book a session with me, book a session with Miss Teresa. We can help you. <laughs> right on. Yes. Just start there with that 12th house cusp. Start I think there. that's great. Yes. And, it, you know, you can get so much information just by looking at what's on the cusp of that house. Yes. So much stuff. So much. So if people want to work with you, where can they find you, Eliza? They can find me on my website, uh, thebusinessmystic.com. Also um, on Instagram and Facebook at Business Mystic. Um, I'm there all the time, I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there far less than people think I am, but I'm there too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, w- I really appreciate you sharing this. I think this is such a cool topic. I'm so interested in the 12th house. And I think, it, I think you're right. It needs a modern makeover. It is time for us to stop looking at it as the boogeyman yes. and start looking at it as a place of healing. And I love your idea of looking at it as a superpower. This is so brilliant. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so thank you for sharing your knowledge. And for people who are listening, get over to her world. You're going to learn a lot about astrology. You're going to learn a lot about how to apply to your business and lots of other cool things. Um, So again, thank you very much. This has just been fabulous. Thank you. All right, people, that is all for today's episode. And hey, if you're enjoying the show, get on over to iTunes and leave a kind review because that is the best way to help listeners discover the show. Thank you so much. And for more fun stuff, head over to my website, thetarolady.com. You'll find tons of resources about tarot and astrology, including my free monthly forecast and horoscopes and lots more. Again, that's thetarolady.com. I will see you there. And remember, no matter what's going on in the cosmos today, ultimately, you are in charge of your life. You're in the driver's seat. If you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change the course. You're the boss and you've got that power. Be kind to yourself and others and make smart decisions. I'll see you in the next episode.